You're listening to the KB Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to McIntyre's Next Level Podcast, a place for entrepreneurs, leaders, and dreamers to awaken and be activated to their full potential. Are you ready to get out of the boat and experience your next level? Here's your host, Michael McIntyre. Hey everybody, Michael McIntyre here. Welcome to the Next Level Podcast by your most humblest host, Michael McIntyre, coming to you live from Big Dallas, Texas here in Studio M. Man, I really appreciate you listening to this podcast. We are on fire out there, man. We are growing fast and I appreciate it. Many of you are subscribing and sharing to this podcast. In this last NLE, I had I had a whole family from South Dakota come in. There was like six of them that came in and they all heard about Next Level Experience on the podcast. And so it's getting a wide audience. It's getting a big reach. And I really appreciate it and continue to do so, if you will. We're humbled by the success of this podcast. And so uh, I was debating today on what, what topic I'm going to talk about today, because I think it's really important to get into this. And I wanted to get to three basic things about success, three things that, that may help you, because I know many of you are out there and sometimes we struggle. Yeah, I know everybody struggles. I struggle. And we need to have some basic foundations to keep on going in that process and to have some victories and wins and celebrate that. I've been studying about Leviticus and it's really interesting. Leviticus kind of teaches, God was kind of teaching us the, the how to, how a priest should be, how a priest separates themselves from the rest of the herd in all aspects of life and how to dress on sexuality and different things in life, how to eat. And also Leviticus tells us how to celebrate how to party. And he talks about, God talks about like, I think there's five or seven different festivals in Leviticus that he shares that is important because it is important to enjoy the fruits of your labor. Yes. To realize what it is that you're working for, what it is that you're, that you're going after. And so I, I wanted to go over this here about three simple rules and these things, you know, vary, they really do. But uh, I think it's really important. The first one is if you do not go after what you want, you'll never get it. How basic is that? If you never go after what you want, you'll never get it. And it's kind of like you've heard the analogy before, you know, the only way to get on first base is to step into the plate, right? And, and to swing the bat or get hit by a pitch. <laughs> you can do that too. But the best way to do it is to swing the bat and hit the ball. So you never know what you, you know, you never know what you're going to get until you go out and go after it. So you cannot just sit back there. And one of the things that happens with some people that I know, and I've done this, I've fallen into this too, is analyzation. And you've heard the phrase that's been used a million times, you know, paralysis through analysis. And the only thing, and I'm not really a big analyzer. I'm really not. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of, uh, fire, aim, and shoot. And, and so I really, and, and sometimes that's really cost me dearly. It has. But most of the time, I've come out on the positive side of that. So I want to share with you that a little bit, because I think, you know, if you don't go after what you want, you're never going to get it. What is it that you want? Do you want success? Do you want to make more money? Why not? You know, uh, I think it's important for us, especially believers, 
to have your money right. If your money's not right, how can you have kingdom pursuits? How can you go out there and, and get the things and help out people? I know a lot of you Christians out there, believers, they want to have build respites. They want to help build things to help the, uh, bring women out of sex trafficking or, or domestic abuse. All are fantastic, noble things, noble plans. But you got to have money to do it. I don't like to help going on raising money unless, you know, it, it, I do it for friends and I'll do it for things like that or charitable causes. But look, I, I also enjoy saying, listen, I'll go after this dream. I'll be the forerunner in this dream. I'll go ahead and put my butt on the line and put my money where my mouth is and see what happens. That's what Stacy and I have done with Next Level Experience. And with that, we have people uh, constantly sewing into that because, as they say, it's fertile ground. And so you want to be able to go out on a limb for the things that you want, but you need, you need sometimes to get out of that analyzing it, you know, because if you sit there and analyze every aspect and, and make sure it's exactly perfect and it's exactly right, the great timing, you know, listen, it's not going to happen. I had a friend uh, up in Chicago uh, and talked to him the other day great guy, young guy. And, uh, he's got a nice career going on. He's got a, a brand new baby. He's got two uh, children, uh, that his fiance has that he's fathering and he's got a great job and she's got a great job and he wants to get married, but it's going to be too expensive. I'm like, bro, come on, man. <laughs> he said, you know, I just, I was looking over the list and I, I was asking the caterer, I said, you know, we're going to have 150 people here. What is it going to be like 10 to $15 a plate? <laughs> Maybe in 1958. And, he, and they came back at $90 a plate, right? This is what it cost. And, but the sad thing is, is that's what's holding him back. And, you know, I want to say to him, hey, pal, listen, buddy, I've been there, okay? I remember before I proposed to Stacy that I wanted to have all my bills covered and $10,000 in the bank, and this is back in the Stone Age when $10,000 meant something and all this stuff, and my uncle said, man, don't, you're being an idiot, you know, don't let her get away, and I often talk about, you know, people get into this analysis about this, especially, I don't know what it is about the uh, Gen X or the, the, the even more, more importantly, the millennials that get into this thing of having, you know, waiting until they're, you know, certain age for everything to start happening. And I just want you to know, you know, if you wait for the perfect time, it's never going to happen. So if you want something, go after what you want so you can go out there and get what you want. Yes, it's real simple. If you do not uh, go after what you want, you'll never get what you want. So put your butt on the line, step into the gap and get out there. Yes, measure twice. Yes, cut once. Seek wisdom. That's what life coaching is all about. Yeah, come on. All right. If you do not ask, the answer will always be no. One of the things I do a lot with coaching and uh, helping out people in business and consulting is to negotiate. Everything is negotiable. Let me say that again. Everything is negotiable. It is. And I had a friend recently say, McIntyre, you're the godfather of negotiation. I said, man, listen, bro, you have no idea. I've never made you an offer that you can't refuse. <laughs> it's true. It you can ask, you know, I have people call me up that want to buy cars or lease cars or what have you. And they say, would you help me with this? Absolutely. 
the reason I do that is because you just need to ask the question. And 99.9% of the time, people are scared to ask the question because they think it's going to be a no. And so what if the answer is no? So what? Who cares? How is that going to affect you? You had that going in. The only thing that you can do now is improve on that no, right? Just like in sales. I've always taught my salespeople, listen, you got to close five times at five times. And I use the five point close. It's in my book. Let me, let me have a big plug right here. <laughs> a shameless plug for the authentic salesman is the five point close. It made a lot of my friends rich, right? It, it really made it, or at least made them to where they're making a deep six figure income in sales. Five point close works. It's proven. And all you got to do is ask for the order. That's what separates the wheat from the chaff, the men from the boys, the girls from the women. Ask for the order. And we're so afraid to ask for the order. Why are we afraid to ask for the order? You might say, I'll tell you why. Because of the big R word, rejection. <laughs> How'd you like that role, huh? All right. So if you don't ask, the answer will always be no. It will. You've already got no going in. The only thing you can do is improve on it. I did a uh, interview uh, on uh, ABC about how to get more in your compensation package. And I got a lot of good response on it, too, because what I said is, look, first of all, uh, if you want to talk to your boss, all right, or your su supervisor about a raise and you want to ask them for maybe a promotion or what have you, first of all, get feedback from your friends in that business, because sometimes we we our perception of how we show up in the world is quite different than actually how we show up in the world. In our mind's eye, we might think that we're killing it, man. We got, you know, Superman S on our shirt and we're all, you know, just slaying dragons daily. And people are just, you know, they're going to write, you know, books about you someday after you're gone. Maybe in reality, everybody looks at you that S is for slacker. Ha! That's right. I said it. So what happens? You're, you get this false delusion of how good you're really doing. So I always tell people, ask three people that you respect that are acquaintances in that business, go to lunch, buy them lunch or buy them breakfast and ask them a simple question. Say, listen, I will not hold this against you. That'll get their attention. Okay. I want to know, please tell me honestly, uh, boldly and bluntly, how am I showing up here at the office? How am I showing up at the company? How am I showing up? And hopefully they'll give you a straight answer, you know, and they can't be your subordinates because they're going to kiss up to you. So, and this is good because this way you're going to find out. And so when you do go and you say, okay, then listen, I checked myself. Okay. I'm, I'm not as great as I think I am, but I'm pretty dang good. Right. So then you can go to your boss, your supervisor and email them say, or talk to them, you know, but don't, <laughs> don't catch them at the urinal. Okay. Don't ambush them coming out of the, out of the urinal or out of the bathroom. Don't ambush them you know, as they show up in the elevator, never do that. Send a formal request via email or a handwritten note or a typewritten note saying, look, I'd like to speak with you. If you can spend some time, I'd like to spend 20 minutes with you and talk about my compensation package and how I'm showing up here at the office. Also, when you get there, make sure you've got your facts straight. Make sure you've got some testimonials. Make sure that you've got it all straight. So when you sit down there and say, listen, Bill, Mary, you know, I've been at this company for, you know, X amount of time and I've put in this and I've done this. Here's my accomplishments. And I'm so excited about being here. 
and I want to continue to move the needle for this vision that you've created in this company. And therefore, I feel that I deserve at least 20% raise or 15% raise or 10% or 5% or whatever it is that you're asking for. And then you shut up and you stay shut up because the first one talks. That's right. I said it. So you just need to listen and be attentive. All right. So and I know I short version that, but that's basically how you do, you go about getting a raise uh, in your business. Because if you deserve it and you, and get some feedback to make sure you know you deserve it. All right. So if you don't ask, the answer will always be no. Just like if you're buying a car. I remember when Stacy and I were at Neiman Marcus, this is, you know, I don't know, many, many, many years ago. And we were buying about, I don't know, that's probably $2,500 worth of merchandise. And so we were fixing to check out and I asked the lady there, said Neiman Marcus, and I said, listen, I'm buying, you know, over $2,000 for the merchandise here. Is it, uh, can I see if I can get like a 20% discount? And it's in my first book. And Stacy looked at me like I just pulled out a shotgun, man, and said, you know, this is a robbery. <laughs> and Stacy was so embarrassed because this is needless markups. This is Neiman Marcus. Right. This is the prestige place birthday here in Dallas, Texas. How dare I ask for a discount? Well, I did. And the lady looked at me. She goes, I'll be back in one moment. OK, so I thought, OK, either they're going to kick us out of the store and take our Neiman Marcus coveted credit card away and tear it up in front of us and, and then, you know, humiliate us in, you know, in cheapskates weekly weekly or she was going to give me a discount, but, or maybe they're going to come with the security and throw us out. So Stacy's like, she looks at me like, I can't believe you did that. And I said, what the heck? I mean, all they can say is no, and we're still going to buy these things. So the uh, lady came back very professional uh, as Neiman Marcus has professionals. And they said, I can't do 20%, but I can give you 10%. I wanted to sit there and do the Pee Wee Herman dance right there in Neiman Marcus, but I thought that would be a lack of integrity and probably embarrass Stacy to point of dropping dead. So I didn't do that. I just said, thank you very much. That was very kind of you. And uh, I walked out and I did have a little, I told you so moment. And Stacy kind of grinned and said, you were lucky. So, uh, but <laughs> if you don't ask, the answer will always be no. So the point is, ask man it's it's there don't be afraid to ask all right the third thing is if you do do not step forward you always be in the same place isn't this true if you don't climb out there on that limb because that's where the best fruit is if you don't step forward you're always going to be in the same place get out of your comfort zone ladies and gentlemen brothers and sisters yeah and step out because if you don't make that step forward, you step out, you're never going forward. You've got to constantly be moving forward. And listen, I get it. It's tough sometimes. And it's okay to have a respite. It's okay to take a minute. Uh, but don't get stuck in that minute. Don't get stuck in that, pro in, the, in that isolation because the enemy, Satan, the dark one, he wants to isolate you. And that way you're not stepping forward. Because if you're a believer, if you're truly a believer in his kingdom, then listen, you're on the battlefield. You're not just an observer, you're in the game. And so to step forward and, and take the fight to the enemy is where it's at. So if you're stepping forward in business, you've got to step forward. You got to constantly look at yourself. I remember back when uh, when we had our insurance company, we had, I don't know, we, we would probably come up with new ideas, new marketing ideas about every, probably about every year, about every 18 months. And we'd have big meetings, sometimes sooner than that. Uh, when the internet hit, things started really moving fast. Nowadays, you've got to reinvent yourself on a 90 day scale. 
you do. You really got to come up with new ideas, You, especially in the social media world. I mean, all of a sudden, the algorithms change at, at Google or at Facebook, and it's like, ah, people lose their gourd because it's got they got to redo and reset and everything else. So you constantly excuse me, you constantly have to keep moving forward. You constantly have to keep uh, reinventing yourself because if you're not moving forward, if you're not taking a step in whatever it is, in your faith, in your relationship, in your business, in your money, in your tithing, in, in, in looking at yourself, then you're not going anywhere. Yeah. So I, it's just so important. And look, look, that doesn't mean that this is where, go back to rule one, uh, this doesn't mean that you're not going to have to think about it, measure twice, cut once, but you need to stay, keep moving because if you don't, things get stagnated. I remember, uh, gosh, my brother and I were selling uh, some insurance and I, I can't remember where we, uh, it was probably back in, I think it was probably back in 1989, 1990. And the company we were with was going through a big change. And so um, we had, we thought what we'd do is the, uh, we had some leads up in Illinois and or Indiana. So state, so my brother and I were, were working together, jumped on a plane, went up to Indiana and started selling. But the problem was nobody was showing up because it was it was uh, late September, early October, and everybody was harvesting their corn their grain or whatever they were harvesting, but they were harvesting. So the farmers that we had these leads on were all in the field. So we called the home office and said, look, we can't sell anybody up here. There's nobody will get an appointment with us. And they said, well, we got some leads down in Louisiana. All right. Well, we're not going to just sit around here and, you know, and, and mope. We jumped on a plane and we flew down to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Guess what? They're not harvesting in October. Okay. And so most of the time they're drinking, but we went, they were there and we went out and made our week. I think we made like $9,200 that week. The point, and we spent some money and traveled. This was straight commission deal. But the point is we kept moving forward. We didn't stay stagnant. We didn't say, oh, that's it. You know, all the farmers are harvesting the crops right now. So we're going to go back to Dallas and watch a football game and, and, you know, cry in our beer. No, we kept moving forward. So is it easy? Nope. And as you know, what the next sentence is, it is not supposed to be easy, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters. All right. So I hope these little three things blessed you today, and I hope uh, you can use them going forward. It's all a mindset. It really is. And yeah, you're going to have setbacks. Yeah, you're going to get punched in the gut. Yes, somebody's going to say no. Yes, you know, you're not going to want to, you know, go anywhere. You want to stay or you step out and you get whacked. Uh, and, but you get back up again. Somebody said the other day, you know, it's not how many times you fall it's how many times you get back up. And that's the key. It's called perseverance. And when you have Jesus Christ in your life and <laughs> you can do uh, Philippians 4, 13, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Um, that's a fact, Jack. So go out there and make it happen. Give them your very best presentation because look, you've got the Jesus jersey on. And if you don't, Go get it on, man. Listen, it's salvation. It's really easy. All you have to do is say the sinner's prayer and give your life to Jesus. Believe that Jesus came to this earth to die for our sins. And it's good. It's really good. So, hey, uh, another thing is uh, check out uh, our next level experience is coming up, uh, I think, in June. Uh, yeah, go check it out at themichaelmcintyre.com. It was fantastic. <laughs> it really was. This last one was great. And we're excited about doing more. Also, check out my book. Yes, The Next Level Life. It's at everywhere, uh, mostly on Amazon. And uh, it's really 
a true testimony of me about what I've done. And I get very vulnerable. And there's some things in there that it's really personal that I share with you because I believe that authenticity is where it's at. Vulnerability is where it's at. That's how we connect with each other. Instead of putting on the image that we all put on on Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn, we come here and what I do is I peel the onion and I say, here I am. And the reason I do that, because I want to honor my Lord, Jesus Christ, he got vulnerable, okay, much more than I ever will. I'll never climb up on a cross. Thank you, Jesus, because he did it for me. So check it out, The Next Level Life on Amazon. And uh, hey, might change your life, might correct your mindset just a little bit and share my ways to how I did things. And uh, wasn't always right. I tell about my fumbles in here and my disasters. And I tell you about the dysfunctional family that I grew up in, who I love dearly. All right, have a great week. Everybody, go out there. If you're wearing the Jesus jersey, show up big, show up big, and show up big. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Next Level Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share. For more resources to help you maintain your next level life, join our community at themichaelmcintyre.com.